3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna
0: talk about it od and the silver screen kevin and tom and joe know all there is to know from masterpieces to deep fried tacos and if the movie sucks you might hear them say okay. there's no telling where the guys will take you get ready for a spoiler won't say it twice because
3: Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, usually. <laughs> it's real spoilers episode 735? Four. Four? That's what Four. I said. Three. He'll fix it in editing, i yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right. He'll One. edit it. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: We have AI now. It doesn't matter. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Shazam! Fury of the Gods.
2: I see what you did there. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah
3: don't don't bleep that one gotta
2: can we that just one do through. six can we just do 60 seconds of suck and then just tell stories of oh. old?
1: <laughs> the, i don't think this one deserves 60 seconds of suck but it is oh
2: it doesn't even deserve i i tend to agree <laughs> maybe it doesn't <laughs>
3: oh man all right quick shameless plugs before we begin oh wait we got to introduce ourselves let's go around the virtual <laughs> table because one of us is not in the country this week
1: it's not me and- i'm in the country this is joe it's not well, you're me. not allowed to
2: leave. I'm in the country.
3: <laughs>
2: oh jeez, you you ruined the whole thing. It's not me. I'm in the country. It's Kevin. <laughs> and
3: it's Tom. I'm not in the country. Uh,
2: Tom's the only one that can afford to leave the country. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. The rest I'm of us clean. are like,
1: I guess I'll go to somewhere in Missouri for vacation. <laughs> hey,
2: dip into the clip out fund and let's get yeah. to the Bahamas. I did that. We're
3: we're in St. Martin actually. Oh, okay.
2: This this so week. this week. Yeah, you jet
1: setter.
3: Yes, very much. Very much so. It's it's yeah, it's very it's a, it's weird cuz like half the island is Dutch and half the island is French.
1: Oh, interesting.
3: Yeah. And so when I landed, my phone was like welcome <laughs> to the Netherlands cuz I'm on <laughs> Netherland soil. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I think yeah. it's kind of like how if you go to the Virgin Islands, you're still technically—I guess that's true—in U.S. oil, you know. Yeah,
1: that's fair. Or
3: Puerto Rico, something like that. But uh, um, okay, so we've done that. Now let's do shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on <laughs> Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, wherever you find a podcast. You can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Uh, maybe leave us a review. That's always cool. helpful. You can also find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/RealSpoilers. Uh, while you're there, like the page, join the group. The group is titled The League of Show Sharers because we're hoping you'll share an episode. People who were kind enough to share an episode last week include Chris Falls, Ralph Tribble, Julianne Jordan, Phil Tymon, Travis Witt, Gabriel Lugo, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Chris Magic Man, Christopher Rex, Josh Rosen, Heather Sachs, James Install, David Rojas, Invasion of the Remake, Batman, Rye Guy, Dissect That Film, Spoiler Piece Theater, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd podcast, Jason Weesey, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Matt Naglia, Vertigate three one four, Binge Movies, cast Ronnie Castle, In Session Film, Feelin Film, and Geek to Me Radio. So
1: we thank have a you very we have a much. review, we have a new review. Oh, holy cow!
3: Here's your review coming right at that's, you. That's Let's right. Let's hear it. Uh,
1: this is from uh, it's Joe Miller uh, five star reviews, constantly entertaining and hilarious. Uh, it is rare that I can quote a whole podcast intro word for word every episode, <laughs> but here we are. Real Spoilers <laughs> keeps me entertained for 30 hours a week at my cleaning job, and I still got a bunch of episodes to go. As a horror fan, I will just re-listen to their horror movie episodes because I love hearing their funny commentary on some of my favorite movies slash franchises. Boy, Speaking do we have
2: a Patreon for you. Wait, a, Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, no, no joke. Kidding. Speaking of Halloween and Sucks. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this guy's okay. I know, he's all right.
3: He's our new favorite
1: listener. <laughs> That's right. Anywho, you guys rock and keep them coming. So thanks. Joe Miller123. That's super thank cool. You. Yes. Thank you. Say hi to Joe Miller1
2: for... 1 through 122 for us. That's right. That's right. Yeah.
3: And thank you for ruining our Joe's self
2: esteem.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it at this point. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, oh, also, we have, speaking of Patreon, we have a Patreon that you can join for five bucks a month. You get all sorts of bonus content, and we like you extra. And finally, don't forget. Uh, we can you can watch all of these episodes on YouTube. So yeah.
2: and it's been picking up some steam lately. I'm not saying we're setting the world ablaze, but uh, we have 205 subscribers. I'll so thank it. you, people Ooh. that signed up because of our desperate pleas the last couple <laughs> of weeks. And uh, yeah, the episodes are getting a couple few hundred views per time where they were like in the 30s and 40s for a while. So it's great. That's awesome.
3: Awesome. Well, uh, there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in. To Shazam, Fury of the Gods.
2: Fury of the audience.
1: So it's funny how the the DC stuff, we've talked about it, right? Like, there have been flashes, no pun intended, of, like, okay, now we're now we're we're moving in the right
2: direction. Right? And Shazam was a bright spot. among... The first
1: Shazam was absolutely a bright spot yes. among yeah. the the darkness of the DCU. Right. Knowing how it's I prob- said Shazam, just Shazam.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's pro- It's probably my second favorite DC. Oh, what's movie? your first one? Wonder Woman. I think it goes oh, Wonder no, Woman. No, sure, Shazam.
1: Sure. Yeah, I think that's fair. I it, and this is the same creative team. There's no. This is kind of a Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman two situation
2: where that's a good point. Where you are like, what yeah. happened?
1: In, and I didn't. I I hear what you are saying, Kevin, and I don't totally disagree. I wasn't I wasn't oh. mad watching this movie, but it it feels like it feel this movie feels like it was a Freddie Freeman movie, and I was okay with that because I am like, if we're gonna reboot the DCU, right? That's all getting rebooted. We can move on from Zach Levi. Oh jeez, we, well, and we, and we can make clearly Freddy... we're not. We thought we were going to. <laughs> we which thought is... we, I thought honestly, this is one of those moments where at the end of this movie, I was like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to they're going to give Freddie Freeman the go." the The kid from um, was he Richie from it? Uh, um, he was Eddie. He was Eddie. That's right. Uh, oh, Richie was Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah where they're going to move on, we're going to reboot this thing. I
2: thought since it didn't matter, they were going to have the balls to do it. Right. I thought uh, they were, because I'm like, they are taking some big swings here, because <laughs> they double down, like, you know, when they do the fake-out in movies, normally, they do the fake-out, and a, a minute later, it's undone. This one right. hangs There's a on good for a good five to ten minutes, where you're <laughs> just, just like, like, oh.
3: It's like a Toy Story 3 hanging <laughs> on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really <laughs> right. did,
2: and I, you know what, And as much as I didn't like the movie, I was going to be like, well, Kudos to them for actually doing it, and I totally agree. The sacrifice meant something, and he was a hero. Like when you undermine—I mean, I know it's the thought that counts—but when you undermine such a sacrifice like that, it just reminds you that, like, well, nothing matters, and they can do anything (laughs) they want. And and I don't want to see our heroes killed, but I think I was ready. At this point, after seeing this movie, I'm like, all right, this Shazam can go. This, Yeah,
3: he, I, I, I'd be okay if he got killed. I'd be yeah. even more okay if I was the one who got to do it. <laughs> um, he, I, this, what happened? Here's
2: what happened. Here's, to, what
3: happened. here's, here's, my, here's my theory on what happened. Right. Zachary Levi only read the pages of the script that he was on. Uh-huh. <laughs> because... The biggest problem with this movie, yes, the the storyline is uninspired, but like the the biggest problem with this movie is him.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's His real performance bad. He's horrible, horrible in it. He's
3: horrible. And the problem is he like all the Billy Bastian stuff is like I'm about to age out of the foster care system, which means I'm practically 18 years old. Right. And then and then he becomes Shazam and he talks like he's he talks like talking the first one with a traumatic brain injury <laughs> yeah and and so like I'm like that's not how an 18 year old would talk like this right. kid isn't 13 anymore and so and and that's the other problem a franchise like this is gonna have as a live-action vehicle is that unless you're prepared to keep recasting Billy bastion and being just like that's just the way it's got to be right like when that kid gets older it's dumb like it's why if he's 18 19 years old and he turns into shazam he shouldn't look like a different guy yeah right he should
1: still have you know and that's what i think i will talk i i I think the freddie freeman that's what i mean Is like the freddie freeman character feels like he has grown up right like he he is still kind of the same like rambunctious uh into the superhero stuff kid that he that we see in the first one but there is a level of maturity that he has as we see him here.
3: And when, he, and when he uses his powers, like, the personality shift makes sense, right? Now that he's got the confidence that he doesn't have right. as a teenager with a disability, with all due respect to people with disabilities. You can share sure. confidence, I totally get that, but this is the story they're telling. And so, like, that character, when it, when it flips to the Shazamified version... Like makes sense where when when Shaz- our you know core Shazam flips and you get Zachary Levi, it it doesn't make any sense. His no. performance makes no sense. And what's even more frustrating, like I get the first one was great. Zachary Levi's a name. I get from a business standpoint they're, them wanting to keep him around right. and try to retcon this. But when you see that post credit se- sequence, it's doing that. Like he's. He's tripled down on this, my interpretation of this character is as a 10-year-old.
2: Right. And I know that and, last part is so horrible, and, and he doesn't act like that the rest of the movie. Like, it's so Yeah, jarring. he does. No, I think he does. I think I don't he's think I it's he absolutely does. playing I don't the same character. I don't think that I don't think the, the character from the last scene and the one from the post-credits acts the same. And, like, I don't... I know he acts goofy throughout it, but it was a jarring shift from, like, how much he went all in where i thought he was kind of lazy throughout the rest of the film so like it just totally to me seemed like different performances i
3: feel feel like maybe they were trying to edit around some of that performance oh maybe because like in the in the bulk of the film right that they in a way that they couldn't in that post-credit sequence Mm -hmm. plus that post-credit sequence is really trying to like bring the funny and, and 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 it's not and nope
2: I, there was and not one laugh in my theater the entire movie. I am not kidding. It wasn't full, but I mean... <laughs> I'll give
3: you another stat of my theater in just yeah. a second. Oh, that great. I thought was very telling. But, um... So, um... But I think they were really leaning into that fast-talking, I'm-awkward thing in a, in a way that you just kind of saw in brief fl- flashes throughout the film itself. Yeah. And what's really frustrating is I would bet Dollars to Donuts, that post credit sequence, just by the tone of it, was written entirely by James Gunn.
1: Oh, like, I think it absolutely was written I, by like, James I, Gunn.
3: I mean, I haven't seen anything that says that, but just as soon as they started talking, I was like, this is James Gunn talking
1: when, right When now. Harcourt and the other the, it's hardcourt from peacemaker and suicide squad Yeah, and, steve ag who steve, does he play yeah. uh, it's those it's the two remember. main characters from peace with the yeah, john mccormick
3: hardcourt and mccormick <laughs>
1: yeah when they're walking down the road <laughs> talking and you're just like oh this is peacemaker like this is like a deleted scene from peacemaker is yeah. what this was john like, economos is that really his name
2: mm-hmm. in peacemaker yeah, John Economos oh, is his okay, okay.
3: character. Okay. but yeah, like I, uh, yeah, I, as soon as it's as soon as they started talking, like I was just like James Gunn wrote this, yep. and I was, and so at first I was encouraged. I was like, oh, cool, we're getting. I tweeted they were the good, right?
2: Like those two were good in that for scene. sure, yeah. And then you and, get to doofus,
3: and it's bad. <laughs> it's horrible. And, and they had, I, even, it. I tweeted out about this about Shazam, and I said MCU cameos and post-credit sequences are there to, to set up what's coming next. Right. DC <laughs> cameos and post-credit sequences are there to show you who still has a job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy, though, because, you know, I was thinking, I was like, okay, at the end of that, I, so Mary Marvel has become, it, it probably in the last 10 years, has become one of my favorite characters. Here's the crazy thing, right, is the entire time the two parents don't know that their kids are the Marvel family. That's what right. I, I'm calling them that. I'm, I don't care. That's who they are. They're the sure. Marvel family.
2: I loved at the end when, who is that, the
1: creator or whatever says, oh, no, you Captain Marvel. No, that no, that was, that, was the, that was the kid who played Billy Batson oh, on okay. the TV show. I love that yeah, they that did that, super, though, yeah. that
2: they had the balls to actually say <laughs>
1: Captain Marvel in this right. movie.
3: You also got the Winnebago from... Is that what that was? The, that's the Winnebago that they drove around the country in in the Saturday morning. Oh, okay, TV okay. You show, also yeah. get
1: the the both Annabelle dolls are in this as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's the scene when he's talking to the pediatrician, and the the mm. dolls are both sitting at a table together. Mm. Um, Why? So David Sandberg, I think, directed the first Annabelle or the first two, oh, two okay. Annabelles. I think.
3: Oh, real quick, I never gave you my theater anecdote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before oh, we move away from that, so I saw a Thursday night. Preview. preview there was probably about 40 45 people in the theater
1: critics or just a mix no no, of people? no this is
3: open to the public like oh got I it, yeah, got money, it okay. Like, okay. The, like the soft open on thursday night
2: oh earn so, money for this one yeah
3: <laughs> so um luckily i bought something from fandango that trick trip triggered an eight dollar <laughs> coupon so oh, outstanding, outstanding. <laughs> i used it um so i just thought this was really interesting so it, it, about 45 people in the theater right by the time the post credit scene started there were 6 people
2: who waited wow Yeah, people are out
3: and it, i don't know if there's an if there was an end credits scene there was okay because none of us waited for it oh yeah. i it, left i did not no, there's, stay for that I, there's another yeah. one yeah no
2: could not care but
3: i just okay. thought it was really interesting that like how few people stuck around for the post credit scene
1: here, This is the advantage that I think James Gunn has, is Marvel has become such a staple and mainstay in film going, and they we know. We know at the end of Marvel stuff. There, I don't think there's ever been a Marvel movie where there hasn't. The only thing, I maybe at the end of Captain America, but I think we got the Avengers trailer.
3: You got the Avengers trailer. You didn't act, because everybody stuck around hoping that they were going to get a glimpse of what the Avengers was going to look like. And we got the trailer. Oh, and we got it. Yeah.
1: So they have conditioned us to stay. And we're going to stay. But we had already seen the
3: trailer, so it it was a lot. Oh, had we? (laughs) Yeah. People were just like, oh, the trailer.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So the advantage I think that James Gunn has is there is such, there's no goodwill for the DC characters, right? He basically has a clean slate. To do whatever he wants, and nobody's going to be. Well, some people are going to be. Why well, isn't this like the stuff from before? But he can do whatever he wants, and nobody's going to remember just, is what came before. Bowinkel
3: reviewing films. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, some that. of the Snyder Bros. <laughs> kind of feel that way,
2: but. I, Man, he I'll can... tell you what, I'm so excited for them to reset it. But with that being said, as little excitement as I had for this movie, I yeah. really enjoyed the first one, and I was, uh, the first 100%, one was really good. Hundred percent willing to give this movie a chance. I was willing to go in, be entertained, but man, it just I could not believe how bad this movie is. Here, well, okay, this is what I was saying, is we talk
1: about how the parents don't know their kids of the Marvel family. Totally fair, right? Captain Marvel Jr. doesn't look like the, the the kid, Billy Batson doesn't look like Shazam. But mm. Mary Marvel is the exact same actress. Is it? Because I was wondering. I couldn't it, it is. She, she looks the, so it's okay. the same actress. Well, so that one's pretty well. when, when when Mary walks into the bedroom and it's the same woman and they're like, wait a minute, what's going on? It's I'm like, pretty Whoa. sure her
2: hair is curled a different way. Yeah, right? it's That's like she it's, the gonna,
3: same, she, it's the she she got a blowout.
1: Right, you like right. So, yeah, well, that's that's, makes that's a different that's a different huh. movie altogether.
2: Yeah, I don't want to hear Joe <laughs> complaining that when a character does their hair a little bit different, <laughs> right, no one can recognize
3: them. Don't
2: put on glasses, especially,
1: especially with, in a DC movie. Yeah, I know, that's right, what I'm right, saying, exactly. <laughs> put on some glasses, walk with a little bit of a hunch, and nobody will ever know. But yeah, it was just like you parents are dumb. Like
2: it's the same woman. It's the exact yeah, same but person. Joe, <laughs> come on. you Again, I'm not going to let you stand here and tell me at a DC movie that these people are dumb. If we can say that about them, let's. We and, yeah, be, I mean, at, least, at, least, at but, least Clark puts on glasses. Oh, okay. I mean, no. I would say those people are dumb, Joe. It's, you can't. <laughs> She's a
1: Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, Kevin. She's not dumb.
2: <laughs> I know which is why it should be very easy
1: to figure out
2: <laughs> but she does say tinkle
1: she does say tinkle she does say tinkle
3: but but, I, it, it, but in the defense of the movie like because there's a lot you can bag on this movie sure, for, sure, but sure that's just kind of a trope of exactly of superhero stories right of like they have a secret identity and and the you just accept the, it. A, a rational, normal human being at some point is going to be like, "Hey, wait a minute."
2: I'm, and, yeah, I mean, Joe, they all but, work. Yeah, you know, they work in the Daily Planet next to Clark. You seriously can't say like those parents are any more dumb than the people that work there. They, it's the exact same situation. Clark is better at hiding his identity. Okay, <laughs> rather
1: than <laughs> rather than uh, I don't know, anybody else. All right, <laughs> but yeah, it's James Gunn. Can it feels like he was trying? I don't know if he was trying to or. Because this is produced by Peter Safran, who is also like the co-guy yeah. at DC now. But there's been no announcement of a. And I just wonder if parts of this was... Because we, we see the Justice Society and Black Adam. Like, they show up. And now where they're referenced
2: again here well i think they're changing the end of all these movies right so they did a lot of reshoots for the flash i'm sure this was a tagged on thing like so now saffron and gunner coming in and they're tagging on their part to set up i mean they're being smart about it they're doing the nick fury thing right they're setting up what's going to happen so right this this was a, i don't know what the original was supposed to be but this is clearly them setting up for their plan yeah and- i had
3: totally forgotten that we saw the Justice Society in Blackout. Well, we saw a version of it. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I'm just saying, like, I totally forgot it had oh, even sure. been mentioned. Like, until you just said it. I, like, walked out going, like, oh, they're going to do the Justice Society. Right. And, like, forgetting that the last movie I saw was entirely about the
2: Justice That's Society.
0: Right. <laughs> but, and, That's pretty and, <laughs> good.
2: And Joe, you got to remember, so like Saffron's a producer on this, but the reason why he got the co-CEO of DC Studios job is because he was already a producer on these other DC movies. So oh, is that he right? He was a producer on Shazam 1. Oh, okay. So okay, he was a producer I, on was he, Aquaman. Was he, a, was he a James Wan guy, though? I think he did. Yeah, I think he did do James Wan stuff. He was a producer on okay. Aquaman, producer on the which Suicide is, Squad.
1: Which that Aquaman movie is just getting
3: hammered.
2: He was a producer, if you go back.
3: Getting, Annab- I'm sorry, Joe. It's getting tritened.
2: Oh, you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. did. Trident, <laughs> he's a producer on The Conjuring, Annabelle, okay. The Conjuring 2, uh, The Belko Experiment. So there's his James Gunn.
3: James Gunn connection. There yeah. it is.
2: Yeah. So anyway, so he's been around for a while, and that's... You know, it's not like he's on this one just because of the other stuff. No, 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 sure, sure. Yes, yes, yes. But that's why they're shaping it. So, I mean, to their credit, I mean, it's nice to see them building up the plan and planting those seeds like Marvel was doing. But I don't know. When it comes on the heel of a movie this bad, which they obviously didn't want it to be, but... You know, I mean, the the setup isn't that exciting because you're like, oh, I've never not wanted more of a character before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I will say
3: this is like in all these superhero movies, I've always felt even the bad ones, the casting has been on point. Sure. Right. Like, like I didn't like Black Adam, but I didn't blame The Rock. I blame a very bland story. Right. Right. And also the,
1: The Rock fits that role perfectly.
3: Absolutely he does. Yeah. And and this is the first time that I really feel like Zachary Levi shouldn't be this character anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Like he was like he was great in the first one. This was bad. And I just feel like nobody had the balls to be like, dude, have you read the other pages <laughs> of this film? But also yeah. have you read have you what read, you should be doing.
1: Have you read anything with Shazam in it? Probably. Because not. he doesn't like the character. For the most part, does not act this he acts the best the best interpretation of this character that I've ever seen, there's a DC was doing like showcase shorts. So they would do their animated film and then they would have like a, a little fifteen minute, twenty minute cartoon at the beginning of that featuring a different character that probably couldn't mainsta- you know, maintain an hour and a half movie, right? Okay. So you'd get a catwoman one, you'd get a green arrow one, you'd get like a Spectre, Jonah Hex. They did a Superman Shazam one. That had George Newbern who was the voice of Superman throughout all of the D's with the exception of Tim Daly. And they had Jerry O'Connell do the voice of Shazam. And it's... He nails it. He nails the tone of like the kid as this adult who knows what he's doing. But also he's still a kid. You know, he's fighting alongside Superman. So there's, a, there's like a, a little bit of like, you know, star he And distro- he nails the tone. Where this one is like, it, it's so completely
2: different. and just, I, I just want to know what happened to Zachary Levi, because he was so good in the first one, but it, like Tom said, I watched he, this one, and I'm like, cast someone else. He's horrible in this role he, now. He overdosed on Ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't know, but he seems <laughs> it, like
1: a
3: different just,
2: person in this movie. He
3: does, he does, especially because it's like, with this being a sequel, then Shazam should be better
2: at yeah. being Shazam, yeah, yeah. not
3: even. Worse. I even think
1: the, the kid that plays Billy... Has more of a character turn
3: mm-hmm. than
1: Shazam, right? The, the yeah. kid that plays Billy which isn't makes, it?
3: which makes Zachary Levi's performance yes. all the more jarring. Yes. because which is why I keep going back to: Did he read the other stuff? Because what's going on with, when we get Billy Bastion is nothing like what Shazam is showing us.
2: Right. Well, that's right, 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 right. by the end of the movie. Just to skip, besides from the plot, when he's like. I'm going to make this sacrifice, and I'm grown up now, and oh, you'll always be our family, and you're not going to age out. All this stuff happens. And then you get to the post credit scene, and he's acting a fool. And yes. it's like, those two aren't the same people. It's not the same. But also, it's, it's crazy because they do. I feel
1: like they do set up Freddy to be the new Captain Marvel, right? Freddy like is the, way
2: more interesting in this movie than Billy Batson. But he's doing more things
1: like he's able to fight off Calypso when nobody else could. Like when Calypso kind of puts the hex on him to, to get him to say the names of the of the Marvel family, yeah, and his he's human fighting form. it, it's, and it, it's, he
2: won't do it. That was interesting, right? And then when he when gets to the dragon, like, and yeah. this
1: dragon, like you know, is supposed to paralyze you with fear, he's fighting his, you know, he's fighting his way. He's not stopping. He doesn't quit. He gets to the girl, and it's like, okay, they're definitely setting him up. To be the new champion,
2: which is what, which was why it seemed like, okay, well, maybe Zachary Levi's uninterested. He's on his way out, and so that's what's so weird. You know what? I wonder if maybe he was kind of on his way out, and then James Gunn said, "Oh no, we can use you as connective tissue," and right. so I wonder if Zachary Levi was playing this as though he was kind of the side character in his own movie, and then well, he kind of was. Endings, And right, but then the ending changed, and now it's so jarring because it's like, oh no, wait a minute, this was like a movie to set up bye bye, and then because he kind
1: of he does the character is different at the end of this movie, right? Like he's Ernst and he is kind and he, you know, he and he's brave and he has that. I think the speech at the end with the with the mom is really good. I think Billy Batson,
0: uh, right?
1: Well, yeah, Billy Batson, but then at the end with Freddie, where they're both talking through the bubble. I think that was really good. And then I think his performance in the final fight is good. Like that feels like, okay, this is the captain. This is the Shazam that I've always known. And then when he, I was like, and then he dies and I was like, okay, fine. I think this is fair. Um, And then the random ass, we're just going to spoil it. Now the, the tease that it was Gal Gadot in a dream. And then we get her here as wonder woman. That was like bad. that felt it, that so was, tack- She Was she, that supposed to be a cool reveal because man that was cheesy. It w- I mean obviously <laughs> yes it was supposed to be a cool reveal but it was so
3: blatantly obvious she was not anywhere near the rest of that cast physically not at all. I mean like normally to see shots that bad you have to see like the twin Sister on Bewitched, <laughs> right? Like it's
0: like I'm,
3: like I'm like not since the Patty Duke show has <laughs> cinema showed us such great footage. It like it like it was just so bad. I think a, they they what they should what
1: they should have done cool what they, they should have right. done is played into the cameo at the end of the first one, right? We it's Superman standing there, but we know it's not Henry Cavill. You know, you don't see his head. So just right. keep playing into that, right? Yeah, and but they, they kind of... But-
2: but on the flip side, Joe, this was cool because they did the head fake. You're expecting it's not going to be her fair. again, That's and fair. they get her. But if it were done well, it would have been cool. But it's a shame they wasted. Like this feels so tacked on. Like, oh, well, you, you know what? I bet it was. We have to pay you for Wonder Woman three, and it's not happening. <laughs> Seriously, come do this cameo. I bet they had her signed on for one more. They had Maybe. to pay her and one they more said, appearance. Well, let's put her in this then, and use. We're paying her for it. So, yeah. but
3: if if you're paying if you're paying her off like to do a, a Wonder Woman three, you're gonna use her for more than two minutes and you're going to make her show up to the set with the rest of the cast
2: (laughs) yeah I i mean i know schedules are different or whatever i'm just saying i bet you i don't think that normally she would just do a little cameo like this and i have a feeling it has something to do with either a make good like hey we canceled your thing we'll pay you to come do this other thing i do feel like it it's a very last minute afterthought of you know, oh, let's not never see Wonder Woman again. You know, let's give her one f- more.
3: See, I f- I felt like it was, I felt like it was James Gunn's way of saying Wonder Woman Gal Gadot is still part of.
0: I part thought the same thing. Franchise mm-hmm. moving
3: forward, I thought that's the only reason that that scene exists is because he's establishing. Hey, you're still going to have core characters. You're still going to have. You're still gonna have Zachary Levi as Shazam. You're still gonna have Wonder- Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. You're still, you know, like you, you're yeah. still. We're still gonna we I, get I got one more a,
1: movie of Affleck as Batman.
3: Yeah, I got us. I got a plan in place to, place that's gonna keep the key people that you like, but give you new, better stories. But I will also say, based on these scenes that are clearly. <laughs> from the new regime, yeah. I'm not so sure we're gonna get new better stories, which I would not have said before seeing this movie because I, I think James Gunn is a great choice and I like I I'm I'm worried now.
2: <laughs> it I don't I this is not a full I mean, these are You're, afterthoughts, true. and I yeah. I do think that we've got to wait and see what a full sure. script and a full movie looks like. I think this is them. Seriously, you got to work with Gal Gadot's schedule. You got to work around all these things and say, "Hey, we're changing things. We we have to get this in. This movie comes out in a month or whatever." Right. So, like, they're they're under the gun. no pun pun intended intended. (laughs) so yeah i'm definitely in the wait and see camp for that but yeah this is not good and it's a shame but we should talk about a little bit of the plot about like what they're trying to even do in this thing
1: yeah so we're introduced very early on to lucy lou and oh man my my helen mirren thank you very much helen mirren as the daughters of atlas and which is fine right like this world should live in the greek gods and all of that all of that good stuff where they were banished to their realm because a bunch of wizards said, "You're too powerful, so we're taking your powers away, and we're going to give it to a champion. I will say real quick it is interesting that Shazam's costume at the end of this is very reminiscent of Black Adams it has been mm. it's charred and black and it's all black although you know for the most part it's black all the way down. I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> also this movie cost a hundred million dollars less than Black Adam to make oh well. <laughs> Didn't have to pay the rock. That's the that's thing. also. Oh, good call. That's a that's a great point. And I think this movie looks better than Black Adam. Um,
3: yeah. I, yeah. What, <laughs> there was some really that that bridge scene at that's the real, beginning. Oh, it was a, that bad.
2: The budget the, makes sense because I mean that hurt Lucy Liu riding the dragon. Was that not the most that, horrible? That was pretty bad. That was really bad. That's real bad. I thought the I thought the, the bridge scene was fine.
3: Oh, some of those flying shots. Oh, sure, sure,
1: sure. Okay.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns. Okay, Those, that's, that's very wrong.
3: bad. And we've in like, it's not like making a character fly is a new <laughs> idea. <laughs> right. Like we've been doing it for 50 years now.
2: 1978. So, and yeah, back so. then you believed it. That's true. Yes. That's fair. So
3: get it together. <laughs>
1: that's totally fair. <laughs> um so they break into this museum and they're they're stealing they want the the staff the wizard staff uh yeah they do yeah they do oh <laughs> well okay. he looks like he looks like a pimp at the end of this well, one was when, that he the was after like,
2: after credits scene <laughs> no yeah he was
1: yeah i do like that uh digimon hansu was like i'm not wearing all that again. like can i just have <laughs> that my normal that's face what, that one's for
2: brad digimon hansu <laughs> yeah there you
1: go they steal a staff and of course now they're gonna go back to their realm and try to plant this the the seed of life and bring back the magic to their world. But since Billy broke the staff in part one, that broke the barrier between the this world and our world.
3: So when he gets the staff at the end, he doesn't break it again. why? I don't know. yeah, like cause, if the if the barrier is already reasons. broken.
1: Right. If the, it, you're not you're not doing any more damage, just break it again. Yeah. Because they know.
3: had to have it put back together so it would work. So, right. And they're used to steal their power. So as soon as you get the, the thing, just snap it in two.
1: That was the other thing I thought. I was like, oh, we're going to take away these kids' powers and we're going to take them off the board. That's what we're doing. Like I, every, I, and, I was and,
2: surprised when they gave him back, I, because that's yeah, what they we're, were depowering one by one, I thought, okay, that's the end. And at right. the end, they're like, who wants their powers and back? I, I thought at the end, the other kids are going to be like, no,
1: thank you, but Mary <laughs> and Bill, and Mar- Mary and Mary Freddie would be like, Keep a few, I'll, yeah. I'll do it. Because that's the Marvel family, right? Like It's Mary, Billy, and Freddie. Like, they're well, let the me- three
2: let me ask you so when when the powers get split between the family does each one of them only get one of the powers in the comic
1: books that's the way that i believe that it was is that so this is i will say i think jeff johns at one point was one of the best writers in comics he that dude could do no wrong he was writing the jsa that was really good green lantern that was the flash everything you know about the flash is from mark Waite and jeff johns at this point this sorry kevin (laughs) has figured out a way to weave every single one of his stories into the movies, every single one. Mm-hmm. So this whole Marvel family the, of of the five of them—that's a Jeff Johns thing. That's a Jeff Johns idea. Um, is it New
2: Fifty Two? It is New Fifty Two. Yeah.
1: And the when we get to the Flash in the Flash movie, the look of Kara or it's it's Kara. It's not Kara. It's Kara. Um, <laughs> okay. Is the Flashpoint Superman? Right, they find Superman in a dungeon away from nuclear or from solar energy and he's all wasted away and he's tiny. That's exactly what we get in we see it in the trailer. Sorry, Kevin. We see that in the trailer of, of Kara being like depowered and in, you know, locked away from the sun. So
2: I you know it, what, I kind of s- caught the trailer before this movie. I, I was, you know, of course, they're showing it before this one, and sure. I didn't watch the whole thing, but there were moments, and I don't know, when when Batman came on screen, I'm like, I'm watching this. I don't
0: <laughs> care. It's Keaton <laughs> as Batman. I'm like,
2: <laughs> right, I, okay, right, I'm right, here. Right.
1: <laughs> um, but that whole movie, that whole movie is Flashpoint. Right, right. That whole thing is Flashpoint. So I just, I do kind of take a little bit of umbrage with jeff johns weasel and he's he's an executive producer on everything i think up until the gun stuff i think when the gun stuff starts he's no longer he might be
2: depends how much they pull in from his stuff because they gotta give him those credits but he he is you know
1: he is on everything you can see his fingerprints everywhere and i'm sick of it well let me ask you
2: this so when Shazam gives him the powers and each one of them is supposed to have a power from one of the different gods, does Shazam lose those powers and he only has one or does Shazam no, I always th- keep all of them? I think he keeps all of them. But somehow they get But the other the one other ones each. get one of okay. each. Just now curious. in
1: this movie though, that's not a thing. They all have power. They all have the same powers. Yeah, like Captain Every Power, Freddy But says then why these. does
3: he call himself Captain Every Power like if that's different have, than that's, everybody else?
1: Because they all have the because in this in this movie. They all have the th- they all they haven't lost any powers. Cause I think in the comics at least, uh the gal who's purple, the, oh. the young the young kid. Darla. Okay. Darla. The
3: MVP she, of the movie. Absolutely. Both both versions. Yeah. Yes. They're she, the she, only two that know what they're doing. That's very she, true. Their performances make sense I agree. As, as counterparts.
2: They're both really good. And I actually interviewed Megan Good after... The first Shazam, she's doing a movie with Dennis Quaid where Dennis Quaid's insane and trying to like He's no, like a that's, neighbor that's, that's like stalking them. It's that's Randy. Quaid.
3: Oh, I remember that. Yeah. No, that's just no, Dennis Quaid.
2: He's crazy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I interviewed her. She was super nice. But like, I could just tell. Talkador, and she was really excited about it. Of course, and being in a superhero movie. And I think she's really, really good. I just agree that she knows what she's doing in the movie. She's there, and she like you know, she gets the kid like when she's saving the kittens and all this like, the, the taste of the rainbow line did get me. Oh my god, that both times. Ta- both times. But as an oh that really was
3: <laughs> the worst. That was the. I'm like I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, not since IHOP and Man of Steel have I seen such <laughs> That's
2: shameless. Totally product fair. Placement. After we just it was, did an episode just, on Patreon, we just, we just about talked trope. about tropes. I was gonna say yeah. when, jo, like, when just that. I'm like that is a blatant. Oh, yeah. product placement. If there ever was one, but I think if yes. they had done
1: the one at the end with the taste of the rainbow mother and then, and then cut it, I was like that one would have been fine yeah they should have preface but they it did it a, twice taste yeah. the
2: rain because in their contract Gittle said yeah. you have to say it twice and we'll right, give you the money right. but anyway i agree megan good plays darla as the superhero like she has the personality of the kid the two yes, feel like correct. the same character and that's the problem if you don't read both ki- both actors have to read both lines because they're not going to know how to play it if they're playing it differently, and that is ultimately one of the issues. Now, Freddie, I think, like you said, was was good. I think Freddie felt like you know Adam was, Brody all day. Yeah, I mean, Adam Brody was playing the character like Freddie Freeman, who did have that confidence and he knew what the other one was doing. And now, oh, I'm I'm the superhero and I can get the girl and all this stuff. Jack Dylan Grazer is the he's great. The I kid think uh, of to, Freddie Freeman. He is. I really think he good. was
1: really good. And, and he, it's funny because he's still. You know, the the character of Eddie, you you know, is kind of has that kind of same style of fast talk and all that stuff. And I do think that he is able to keep that same character, but also like make him feel 18. Mm -hmm. You know, like he does. He he doesn't have the confidence, but he is. This girl is actually is is hitting on him and he's super flustered. And I did. You know, I do like the fact that he thinks about telling her who he is, because what 18 year old wouldn't tell the hot girl
2: by the way i'm a superhero I'm kind of a big deal <laughs> yeah right no, right I mean, his his writing for the character and the portrayal was felt accurate it felt like you're 100 right if you're a kid and you're trying to get the girl and you're a superhero hell yeah there's no right. way you don't i mean it's this kind of the same thing that in the first movie that shazam was doing like by having the superhero show up at school and stuff it's like yeah when you have that ability and you're a kid that's trying to impress people like that's what you're gonna do
1: right the sisters of atlas steal the staff they have a third sister that has infiltrated so she doesn't know that freddie is captain marvel jr right right like they just interact anyway yeah and freddie endears
2: himself to her because he is a good kid he's got it, a good heart and this is rachel ziegler from west side story i felt so yes. bad because like okay you're coming <laughs> off west side story which was amazing you're gonna be in a superhero movie oh yeah this is my big big break a, mar- you know? a marvel movie no <laughs> i no, like, I just felt no. because I really like her, and I'm like, oh, I this for, is the one. I forgot
1: she was in West Side Story. I yeah. knew I knew her from somewhere, but I forgot that's what it was.
3: Yeah. You blocked so, it out because it was a musical. It was a musical.
1: I was like, I don't want to talk about it. No mo. But you liked that one, right? I did. West Side, side that Story. One. Is it was the one really, that it was like... insanely well done. Yeah. yeah. It visually, technically, it's a it's a crazy yeah. movie in a good it way. It is. Now that the daughters of Atlas are basically what happens is they get the staff back, they put it back together. Helen Mirren, God love her, just doing everything she can to. Play this part in the best, give the best performance she can.
2: I mean, I feel like she's really having fun at this point in her life with these Fast and Furious roles. Sure, and this sure. Role. sure. I, it's they do that thing, Joe, where she's in Fast and Furious, and they mentioned Fast and Furious in the, this movie. So I'm uh, like, did. what does so that Helen, mean? Is Helen, Helen Mirren? In Helen Mirren has to be in both movies. <laughs> so it's just a weird pet peeve of mine. But um, I forgot she was in those movies till yeah. you just brought that up. But she's having fun. Uh, yeah, I think like isn't Dom like. Th- fire and honor in that movie i'm can pretty you sure blame is. Him? can you no, blame I, him no i know but i just know yeah
0: go but watch anyway. caligula
1: and tell me that you don't blame don for that <laughs> no i watched this movie and i'm not blaming him <laughs> i just, well in all serious kevin you should go watch caligula <laughs> okay so
3: you're right so it's just gonna I, be me and joe for the rest of the episode yeah. <laughs> <as Kevin's.
1: laughs> let's, put this, let's put it this way kevin penthouse produced that movie Oh geez. Yeah. I mean I
2: know of it. It's got uh clockwork orange in it. It right? does, yeah. Malcolm McDowell.
1: Malcolm McDowell, McDowell. yes.
2: yes. So, yeah. So doc- anyway,
1: Dr. Loomis, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so you've got Helen Mirren's like bad, but only bad because it's like, yeah, they trapped us and took our stuff away, like rightfully so. Let me get my powers back that I'm owed. Lucy Lou is bad, <laughs> like, yeah, let me get my powers back. Now I'm going to kill everybody and destroy everything because right, I right. want my revenge. And then you have like sweet, younger, only six thousand year old sister Rachel Ziegler. <laughs> who's like hey i get it we got to get our world back but we're not gonna hurt anybody and she's you could tell she's not really down with anything that's gonna i
1: i kind of love the line from the mom when rachel ziegler kisses freddie and she's like oh it's great this is kind of inappropriate right yeah (laughs) the dad's is
2: like yeah and that (laughs) other line i thought what's with our boys dating older women like i did appreciate that the other jump to almost the very end but one of the funniest lines that I did kind of have a little chuckle to myself was that, okay, everybody, let's tell them where oh, this is, F- I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Like That, that was, was good. <laughs> I, I there, think that would have
3: worked better had they not already telegraphed that shown gay. It, in the
2: first like, scene, yeah. Yeah,
3: right. like I think it would have been a lot better yeah. if we didn't know that too. Like if that yeah. was our Do we first... know that in the
1: first one? Oh, they think
3: so. When, when they go, when they go,
1: when they, end up in the strip joint and they all come walking out and that kid has a line where he's like that's eh, just not for me like but, that's but, kind yeah, of the, that's a, yeah
2: that's yeah i thought that was a well-timed moment and then i like when everyone's like we know yeah know yeah. we know yeah that's good, yeah. It was good. <laughs> I, mean, I guess i'm just gonna go watch some baseball it's like that <laughs> i
1: like that line too but uh, so
2: there's like but there's this through line throughout the movie that basically billy batson is about to age out so once he hits 18 he thinks but, the family's gonna kick him out of the house because they're not but they receiving didn't kick
1: Mary out so why know, would he think that? I don't know. She That's, said she I thought got a it. Was job. Supposed to, I
3: don't know. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be cuz she has a job and she's earning her own keep and but like nothing about this family says they're going to kick her out. Like them I around. know.
2: No. No. It's and, a really and, weird.
0: Yeah.
3: And, and there's also this we, this thing about like he won't call her mom and and like but we only get one reference to it and then it's supposed to be the big emotional moment at the end where he, when he calls, calls her, her mom. mom. And I'm just like like this like no, they it didn't just really felt planned that out
2: very well. It was there's very
3: a, it just felt very contrived.
1: There's yeah. another scene in this movie where I was like, that okay, it's the same it's the bedroom scene when the mom and the dad are in the bed and I was like, are her boobs going to fall out cuz she's <laughs> barely wearing a top. Like it's I mean she's she's in like a, a night clothes obviously, but the woman that plays the mom is as the kids say stacked. Mm. And she's is that like That kids say I, I I don't know. I gotta tell you, my kid says, and I was like, that I don't know what that means. <sighs> All right, whatever. Uh, she's bussin'. I don't know. Is that a thing? That's a thing. I uh, sure, sure.
2: That's a food thing, but I guess oh.
1: that could apply. Well, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Okay. But yeah, like there was just it was just a very weird moment in this like kind of family movie where she pops out of bed in a tiny little nighty basically. And I was like, this is awkward. This is super weird. And whatever. Uh, I guess yeah, you had
2: to find something to be interested was, in this movie. I mean,
1: uh, it's, I found two things. Um, uh, okay, but so th- that skittles—that's
2: exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> S- so yeah, they may as well turn to the to the camera. You can find these in your, your local concession <laughs> no, stand. They're actually at the local concession stand, <laughs> right outside. So, but so so Billy's worried. <laughs> Skittles
3: getting- and tittles.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, trademark real spoilers. That's that. Yes. that well billy's taste worried. the rainbow indeed
2: <laughs> <laughs> billy's worried he's going to get kicked out of the house is his thing freddie wants to use the powers because he feels confident and you know he likes himself better with the powers so he's going out there trying to do stuff on his own where the shazam family thing apparently is all or nothing so they're not allowed to turn into the heroes unless they're which all which i doing thought thing. made
1: sense if the powers were all connected
2: I guess he just the, doesn't want. But if they're like, not connected, and right, the who? first one, the big thing, which was a powerful moment, was Shazam was having his ass handed to him, and then the family shows up and they do right. it together. So he's trying to continue with that. But I agree, it's weird because it's like, well, maybe they—I mean, they're kids and they do have school and obligations. So if something bad's happening, like maybe Shazam needs to go do it, right? Maybe, like, maybe. not not a not fight a, a villain like the big bad but like Stop you know a armored truck
1: robbery or something save a cat from a tree save,
2: save the kittens exactly there so i do think that's a little bit of a weak thing with the all or nothing because they all could use their powers to do little things here and there but also the city has built up this thing where like every time they try to save someone they like kind of do it but then also there's mass destruction right? right so right so they've been dubbed the philadelphia failures or something whatever fiasco yeah i don't know And so they're, like, fighting against that to where they've got, like, this bad rap, but they're out there trying to do their best. what
3: must they think of Superman in Philadelphia?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I got to tell you,
1: same thing. Well, yeah. Also, also, it is kind of stupid that we reference Metropolis, we reference Gotham, we reference Central City, but this movie's in Philadelphia, but the school is called Fawcett High School, where it's like, just call it Fawcett City. Hmm. Like, because the DC stuff notoriously is not set in real cities, right? Right. right. Gotham looks like Chicago. Metropolis looks like New York. Right. Central City looks like on the coast of California. I mean, if you want to set this in Philadelphia, that's fine. Well, that's not central. <laughs> that's maybe Central California? I always thought Central
3: City was supposed to be in the Midwest. Yeah,
1: I
2: thought it was like oh. Kansas City or something. Oh, you know like.
1: what? I'm sorry. Coast City. Coast city. Okay. So you're, you're absolutely right. Central yeah. city would be somewhere in the Midwest. Coast city would be on the coast yeah. of California. You know, well, that, that makes, makes more horses. sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Central, With the airplanes and stuff like that, yeah. Central coast city California. <laughs> Central, Right, right.
3: We don't have airplanes in the Midwest yet. No, no. no. We, we're, <laughs> we're
1: pretty far. Above. Star city is in the Pacific Northwest. Mars. That's right. That's Tom where had is.
2: to take a horse and buggy all the way to the <laughs> coast just to get a flight. Just to he, catch or, a plane. He yeah.
1: Oregon trailed it. Unfortunately, we lost got one dysentery. Of, We We, yeah. Tom got dysentery. That's why he's so skinny, is Tom got dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> but when you set it in Philadelphia, and you, you make Philadelphia a central point of this movie, it, it kind of negates all of the other cities around it. Right? Like just call it Fawcett City and have it look like Philadelphia.
2: It's weird. It's that thing again where it's like some stuff is real world stuff, some stuff yeah. is made up stuff. It is weird. But anyway, back to the plot just to breeze through it. The wizard's oh, still yeah. alive, we find out. He gets disintegrated in the first one, but really his essence just trans Poses to this, yes somehow <laughs> survives and goes to this other realm where they imprison him the our our villains of this movie imprison him and they're like now that you took our powers away like I don't get the whole thing I don't get why he's not dead I don't get why he's back so when you have these powers Magic. you die but you don't die like they did a really bad job of explaining that how that works i just think because he doesn't have the powers anymore right they, they did a bad job kevin you could leave it at that yeah so it doesn't <laughs> really make sense but he's still alive so you get moments between when they they end up capturing freddie and they want to use him to ransom the powers so the uh, helen Mirren's like give us the shazam powers back and we'll give you freddie so he gets some moments with the wizard in the jail cell Not uh bad i think i don't think those were terrible no were i mean you, they were they're fine but rachel ziegler is you know again not cool with this she knows that once they get what they want that lucy lou especially is going to go destroy everything so she breaks them out meanwhile people are just trying to figure out how to get freddie back and all that and that's pretty much it once lucy lou gets what she wants which is she gets apple, the staff and she's got the apple helen the Mirren seat, steals the, the apple. Life, yeah that's what it is so they fight helen Mirren and they end up bringing her right to the Doorway that leads her to their lair, which has this golden apple, Chekhov's golden apple they showed <laughs> earlier. And then so she walks right in and steals it. And that's what she needs because that has the seed of her oh, atlas or whatever. Uh, the seed of life. Yeah. So they're going to be able to plant that. And that's supposed to revitalize their home world. But Lucy Lou actually wants to take it and plant it in Earth, which, when you plant that in the soil of Earth, it's demons, it's ogres and monsters. Yeah, it's, it's all of
1: them. The, it's, it's harpies and ogres and. and
2: unicorns. Uh, yeah, unicorns, which
1: I do kind of. I The, the one kind of gag where I, I do like that is the wizard's like, these things are bad.
2: I like right. that idea of saying, I did like that. Uni- I, I did like that, that <laughs> the, no, unicorns the are the, not.
1: The things that you think of unicorns are like your earthly versions of them. Yeah. But they are awful things. Yeah. But then we get the, the Taste the Rainbow line.
2: Yeah, and then they yeah. endear them, yeah, with with Skittles. So, Skittles, the closest so she, thing to ambrosia we have. I was like, I don't think that's right. That, that was weird, too, because first <laughs> of all, I'm like, I don't know what ambrosia is, but I'm like, Ambrosia Skittles? is, that's
1: it's like it's like marshmallows, and I've always... Well, that's eaten. what we call it. That's but true, like, yeah, right. In
3: Greek mythology, it's supposed to be like the just the best tasting thing in the history of universe. Oh, I, okay. I, and that, so yeah. it's... The, And the gods would basically do anything for it because it was so delicious. I see. So it's kind of generic
2: where you could apply it
3: to. In
1: the Midwest, it's marshmallows
3: and canned mixed fruit. Right. i see
1: okay
2: got it so oh and throughout the story we should say the kids are losing their powers. so lucy lose that she's got the staff now and every time she runs into one of the shazam family she zaps them with it it takes their powers so we're working with only a few of the heroes with their powers yeah. left she's still in it one by one to where shazam's the only one left and she plants the apple in the middle of philadelphia flyer stadium whatever that is Phillies.
1: it's the phillies the flyers okay. is the hockey team
2: Oh, okay. She's Philadelphia Phillies baseball stadium, whatever that one is. Sorry, Philly crew. Uh, <laughs> and the thing is, yeah, all these monsters. Are out. the other thing too is, I was like, I didn't read a lot of Shazam comic books, but when the monsters started appearing, I'm like, is Shazam a monster comic book? Because he did that so in the last one too. He well, no, it's not a
1: monster comic book, but there are plenty of stories where he has to deal with the Greek gods. Yeah, and you know the, those those. Monsters do show up a lot in okay. like Greek mythology.
2: Remember so, in the first one with the boardroom and it was really scary oh, yeah. monster scenes. Well, I okay, guess, so
1: but those were the seven deadly sins.
2: Okay, but, but these monsters were like dark and creepy too. To where I know David F. Sandberg's a horror guy. Do we really have to go to the monster? creepy realm again sure, like, i sure, just sure. i don't know it just felt a little bit like okay we're doing the monster thing again but they're hatching they're destroying the world and helen mirren is gonna stop this because she thinks lucy lou's going too far oh there's a dragon by the way they let the dragon Also, they killed Diedrich bader for no reason right <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, that I was kind of like, man, and and Freddie thought the same thing. He's like, what the yeah. hell? What was that for? Yeah, I the line
1: was like, I forgot how much they how they pop. Yeah, like, he oh, they had
2: him They they like have one of their powers is to whisper in their ears, whisper sweet nothings that hypnotize them,
3: <laughs> and he walks off a roof. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I was really surprised they left him dead. I thought for yeah, sure that they were yeah. going to.
2: Oh, you you hear it though man you you do yeah yeah (laughs) the last thing when they're chasing the kids and everything is she lets the dragon out that they've been talking about and we get a glimpse of it when freddie and wizard get in the pit and so lucy loo's riding this horrible cg dragon i don't think i don't think the dragon looked bad she looked bad on the It's dragon. an okay design, but that's what I mean. The It's a horrible flight sequence with her on yes. the dragon. But she lets it out, and they're flying around with it. And when Helen Mirren is like, okay, this is you can't enough. Can't whip your dragon out. Yeah, <laughs> you, you PG-13. We can't do <laughs> yeah. that. She's like, okay, this is enough. We were going to revitalize our home world, not destroy Earth. And Lucy Lou has the dragon like spirit with its tail right through her chest. This is another dumb thing, though. Like It kills her. She's good as dead. But then later, Zachary Levi shows up and is like, "Oh hey, she's electricity! Powers. Electricity will heal your heart, which has a hole through it, right? <laughs>
1: like yeah. it just- a, hole, a hole through
2: your the middle of your chest from your
3: front to your back. I mean, she was yeah. They didn't there- kill her with high cholesterol. <laughs> yeah,
2: they, she's laying there dead because the thing speared her through her chest, through her heart, and she's laying there dead. in the whole part of that movie, and then he comes and shocks her, and she right, wakes twice. up." And she's, Twice, al- yeah. and, sh- and she's alive just long enough, <laughs> and it's a good amount of time, just long enough to then take the shield and, what and it's, shrink shrink the bubble down to it where it yeah. just surrounds the stadium. They trap it around a good amount of where there's people at risk and all this, and they clear the place, and then they shrink it down. Uh, Shazam convinces her, like, hey, this one last thing we need you to do, and she condenses it just around the dragon, Shazam, and Lucy Lou. And the tree, yeah. And the tree, which is in Philly, fanatic flyer lane, whatever we call that place. Yeah, we'll go with that. You only have and, football uh, there. football team there too. And so this is the big sacrifice we talked about. Shazam, and this is, isn't
1: bad. Like I think Star this Trek scene, Two, <laughs> <So> the <laughs> wrath of, Yeah, the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, um, and where it's
3: like you know the needs of the many. Yeah, blah blah blah.
1: Yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't mind the sequence. I liked yeah. seeing him as a hero. Uh, you know, punching mm-hmm. a dragon. You know, the
2: imagery is pretty cool. This was the most like Snydery, comic booky you know, his style when it's all dark and the Shazam, the lightning bolts lighting up and he's floating up. It's very much like you saw yeah. in Black Adam, which had the same kind of foe Snyder imagery. It was a cool comic book sequence. I thought it yes, looked neat. I thought this was fine.
1: And then, you know, he punches the dragon, he charges the staff with enough Shazam power, stabs the <laughs> stabs the dragon, and then they Thanos the entire thing everything turns to dust and i was like bro it's the number two grossing movie of all time we've s- you cannot you cannot have your end sequence have all of your bad guys turn to
2: dust it's like come I did on think, I did think, man like yeah when she when the big bad dies her power then takes all the all the ogres all the ponies everything all the like, bad guys just- turn to dust
1: or feather, or, or leaves, whatever. Leaves, they, right? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. The,
2: you're right. It's the same thing, though. Where, yeah, yeah. And then Billy,
1: Billy is dead. They bury Billy. I, I don't know where. I guess they're in. They're in the other <laughs> the, the magic realm. The
2: Rachel Ziegler is like he. Died. He he was a true god, or one of them says he was a true god. He deserves to be buried like a god. So they take him to wherever Atlasville is, wherever these ones are from, and they bury him there. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then Mount
3: Olympus is that what? I don't think it is. I I don't think it could be.
2: I don't know. I don't think it's Mount Olympus. Wouldn't you just call it that then? It's not like there's a copyright
1: on Mount Olympus. Either way. And then they're like, "Isn't there a god? There are no gods left." And of course, we hear a voice in the background that says, "There is one." <sighs> and we get the Wonder Woman theme. And then there's Gal Gadot,
2: who does not want to be there. I think this is a cool moment. In theory, it was not well executed. No, but I do agree that all's lost. Your hero's dead, and there's no more gods left. And she shows up, and we like her from her first movie. She's cool, and I know, do like that you preface that by her first movie, right. first. not everything else you caught that okay <laughs> yeah. and it's a cool moment in theory right but it's just the way it was filmed and you could tell it was but very... also it gives you the opportunity you don't have to bring billy back you could say
1: one woman reignites the staff billy's not coming back and f- and and given the interactions that the wizard has had with freddie he looks at freddie and says
2: you are the new champion you're right. That's the thing. Just because the staff is repaired does not mean... I mean, he's dead, and they're reanimating him. If they have the power to reanimate people, well, why don't they bring back Helen Mirren? And why but also, they why,
1: does he come, why, does he,
2: why does he come back as Shazam? Yeah, he, yeah. Why wouldn't he come back as Billy? He died as Billy, I guess, because the staff used the power to transform him. Like, oh, okay. They gave him the Shazam power, I guess. But, Do
3: you think this will be a way to have him always be Shazam?
1: Oh, oh I wonder if yeah. I wonder if he I didn't did. think about that and not change back into Billy. Yeah, yeah we because if he changed him. back into Billy, Billy dies. <laughs> Billy's Billy's like a he's like the who, God dang it! What was the? It's he's Jack from American World in London, where he's just every, every time he turns back into Billy, he's just a rotting corpse. Yeah, but yeah, because like
2: they, I mean, some time had passed. I'm guessing they didn't like go overnight to Atlasville, so i don't know that is weird like he's been dead i just think it's a very strange one i think it was very cheap and two yeah. i do think like the logistics of it is it's a comic book world but like they brought him back from the dead that just seems <laughs> i don't know yeah. i yeah. mean i know they do it with superman i know it happens but superman okay now wait but he second. comes back messed
1: up right He. <laughs> but also in the comics like they say that he never really died oh yeah like he was low heartbeat like oh, low yeah. heart rate yeah right so, yeah. so this so yeah he comes back everything's back to normal the second end post post credit sequence is what's his name the dr savina from the first movie the bad guy from the first movie mark I don't strong remember mark strong mark strong is back in his cell he has another interaction with mr mind the little uh worm oh mark strong's alive in this too yeah he was alive at the end of one. Remember he's in the cell with the with the little worm, Mr. Mind, okay. and they talk to each other. Oh. Right. And then there's a little that's that's the joke, is there's a little joke. He's like, I've been here for two years, and he's like, I'm a worm, like it takes me forever. I don't have wings, I can't fly, I have to squirm everywhere. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah, one more thing, and he squirms away. Mark Strong's like, No, and that's how it ends. <laughs> that was okay. the, it was like it was okay. like a really weird, like jokey post credit sequence that wasn't uh, very funny.
2: Wow, well, that fits. Because
1: those are two those are two like kind of integral Captain Marvel villains. Gotcha. Mr. Mine and, and Dr. Savina are two, like, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, this movie was a swing and a miss. It does not make me hopeful for Aquaman 2, which was just getting. I mean, it's getting. There's rumors that it's real bad. They delayed but, it so much. But who and... knows at this point? Getting the stamp of approval from The Flash from Tom Cruise can Picard? off. For all I care, <laughs> that's
2: uh, the only one I have any curiosity left for. I mean, I'll see I Aquaman. Agree. The first one was fun, but like at this point, knowing that everything's changing, and I guess now some stuff can hang around. But it just feels like we're delaying the inevitable. You know, these movies are releasing because they were already in the can. They're going to tweak right. them a little, but but right. it, of
3: all the movies that they've canned and just ate the budget on. Why, Why do they think like these have to come out? I think I mean, the, I feel like the flash is too high,
2: I think the flash has to come out. scooby Doo is not gonna make a billion dollars. Aquaman yeah. makes a billion dollars. The Flash, if this thing is good and as good as they all say it is, that could make a billion one point five billion dollars. Yeah. Like they can't yeah. scrap that, but the little they stuff scrapped, they could have scrapped this. I, well, yeah, I don't disagree. So uh, okay. there it is. it's a shame. Well I
3: guess Yeah, it is, it is, and I I really feel like... On my birthday, no less. As mediocre as this (laughs) film is, I feel like if Zachary Levi had been better, it would have been good enough. And I feel like he really
2: phoned this one in,
3: big time. I don't know what he was doing, I don't even feel like, because it doesn't feel like a lazy performance, it just feels like a really miscalculated one. Like, That's fair. I, it feels like you know. he was
2: busy doing Kurt Warner movies and like <laughs> just read the pages in between break time or something. Like it just felt like he didn't understand what this movie was doing because his performance doesn't match what it feels like they're trying to do with the story. Right? It, it felt like he showed up, stayed in his trailer as much as possible, showed up when he had to, left. You know, it, yeah. it to me it yeah. just feels like a, he wasn't in it. Like his heart wasn't in it.
3: Yeah. Nope. It, sh- it shouldn't be called Shazam: Fury of the Gods. It should be called Shazam. Contractual obligation. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, well, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, let's go around the virtual table, and everyone can say where to find them.
1: This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joy Butts Butts twenty one. You can also follow me on Letterbox if you so choose. At the same thing, at the same name, uh, Joey Butts
2: Butts twenty one. Fancy. This is Kevin. Follow yeah. me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket.
3: And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Don't forget our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. And, of course, uh, you can watch all of these at YouTube. So go give that a, a check out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Josh reunites with Billy.
0: Get ready for a spoiler. Don't say it twice, cause we already warned ya.